Hi, welcome back to That Sister Israel. It's your girl, Leah. Hopefully, you guys are feeling fine, fun, and fabulous. Thank you guys so far for listening to all my, you know, podcasts so far, talking about my journey. It's definitely hard. I was waiting to really share all of this with you because I thought I would end up pregnant, but okay. So let's dive on in. Here's a little recap. We kind of finalized talking about towards the end of my journey so far of 2020 when they kind of stopped me abruptly because of my weight gain. And we're going to get back into this next episode. All right. So like I said, about September, August, September, that's when I got the phone call saying, hey, we're going to stop here. Um, They said we are consulting, possibly trying Clomid on you this time. But um, again, don't really expect us to really help you get pregnant until you lose the weight or go ahead and consult going into the weight loss journey with the weight loss surgery. Now, mind you, in the beginning of my, you know, starting, I did bring that up to them and they were just like, well, one of the doctors was like, well, there's most likely they may not do it on you because you're not that big. Honestly, you will have to get the consult. Yes, but they may decide not to do it because you're just a different requirements. Okay. And granted, I am not that big. Like I look like a little big, thick oompa loompa, but I ain't that big. Like I ain't somebody you'll see on TLC or nothing like that. But Still, I have, you know, weight over my midsection. I got rolls. I got the bingo wings. It is what it is. And I got the thighs, the thunder thighs. And that's just what it is, okay? So, but then another thing I did not mention was during my last IUIs, which was back in July of 2020, they found something on my ultrasound. They didn't know if it was a fibroid non-cancerous or cancerous or tissue growing into my muscle not endometriosis it's meiosis or something like that um i don't know exactly what it is they told me that was something i would need to get figured out um once i decided i'm done stop trying then we can intervene they didn't want to intervene then because i was in the middle of a cycle So with that being said, I also forgot to realize I did not do my um, cancer biopsy either for the month of for the year 2020. So I already had a couple things on my list. So I end up stopping and then my spouse ended up leaving as well. So he was gone for a little mini um, work thing. And then when he came back, he came back during my fertility window. So me and him did the grown thing. Unfortunately, it didn't work. Um, And then from there... I went in for another consult with the fertility clinic and I kind of voiced my opinion. But of course, they give me with someone who is very old. I mean, this lady was about an ancient years old. Now, there is a lot of older people in the field that are tend to be more wiser. And so but um, I just felt like she just gave me the most generic thing. And she's a nurse practitioner. So it kind of agitated me because I wanted to speak to the physician who actually said, hey, let's start because these are the people who make the final decisions. Nurse practitioners, they'll give you the basic things and they still have to go and consult the doctor anyways. So it's kind of like talking through a middleman. And I don't like that because they're going to tell me the most obvious. Oh, it's your weight. Like, I know you can lose it because you lost it before. And it's just like, ma'am, my weight is the same i was fat before y'all met me and i've been fat until this point all right yeah i had a couple of pounds difference but y'all are not seeing where y'all played a part in this and y'all just throwing me out there like a rag doll and was just like whatever we'll we'll give it to you and we'll take it away because i also 
begged and pleaded with them the year before. I said, is there anything else besides losing weight that I need to be worried about? Any more hoops? Meaning, this is it. We're getting pregnant. This is it. We're done. Yeah, yeah. We're. This is it. All you need to do is lose some weight and you're going to get pregnant. Wow. How much did that really work? So... Again, that whole weight loss thing is such a tiring, annoying statement. I get it. They don't want you to be a certain type of weight because of risk of pregnancy, you know, it, the fatality of you and the baby. I get that. But some big people are still healthier than some small people. And some small people are healthier than some big people. Come on now. We've been seeing the studies. Not all big, you know, plus size fat people are unhealthy. Sometimes we store, apologize, sometimes we store fat differently. Does not mean you're overweight. I am not pre-diabetic. I'm not diabetic. I do not have hypertension, no high cholesterol. Only thing that's wrong with me is I got some weight. I got fatty liver disease and that's fine. That's something that means I got a little extra fat on my liver. But my kidneys function and everything's functioning. But yet, they're like, oh, you're so, you're unhealthy. So, anywho. So, that was kind of the conversation I had with her. And she was like, well, for now, go ahead and do your cancer biopsy. And then we're going to do a baseline scan to see what was in your uterus. So, of course, with COVID and all that, that took me into the new year. Hello, how are you? Just can't recently had my cancer biopsy. It came back benign. So, that's great news to know that all 2020, I was raw dogging it with all these hormones and agitating my body. Luckily, my body's still holding strong. Now, I still have to do an ultrasound to see what was in my uterus as well to make sure if that played a part in maybe blocking it. But to answer some of your guys' question, yes, my tubes were clear. They did all the work up. Everything is fine. They just, they just seem to don't, not to figure out why the egg is not sticking or why the, the sample and the eggs are not connecting. <laughs> so with that being said, um, so that's kind of the gist of where we're at. Currently, I've been hitting the gym not to get pregnant this time around. I'm actually just hitting the gym because I feel like I want to see myself at a different place in my life. I miss being what I was before I had a child. And I'm just trying to get down there. But I'm also trying to prove a point that it has nothing to do with weight. Me getting pregnant has nothing to do with weight. I was still overweight when I got pregnant with my daughter. I was weighing about 165. My average weight I was supposed to be at was like 140 and stuff. So I was still fairly overweight getting pregnant. Okay, I was still obese. Now I'm morbidly obese. Yes, I'm about 80 more pounds bigger. 80 pounds bigger so yeah so at this point that's what's been going on but on top of that the gynecologist uh, I do have now has agreed after so long to finally do a hysterectomy so right now I've been going back and forth about my options if I really want to go ahead and end this and end it for good um a lot of people have been saying a lot of negative things to me about it and I honestly silence it out it's a hard call for my body my spouse is very much supportive he's down for whatever I feel um is right for me he's like as long as you're good as long as you're alive and healthy that's all I care about so that's one thing I love about my spouse he's been very much supportive 
on that. Last year was kind of hard for us because I feel like trying for a baby was really hard on our marriage just because different priorities at the time because of the pandemic and all of that was kind of interfering with that. So I do want to give a solid advice to all my married couples out there or even if you're not married. Y'all really got to take time and communicate, especially for my spouses out there. You need to support the ladies in your life who are going through it, okay? You got to be that rock. You may feel like you handle it differently, and that's fine, but she's going to need something more than that. Oh, I just handle things differently. You, you have to step out your comfort zone a little bit and make sure she feels that security because it's her body that she's tearing apart to make something happen for the both of y'all. And if you're making them feel as if you don't care because you're shutting off because you want to handle it your way, it does, you know, flow over to that person's side and they will start to feel like, oh, you don't care then, or I'm just alone. All right. So please communicate, communicate, definitely see a counselor. This is something serious. It is very grueling and very depression. I hit a bad depression last year and I'm going to be very transparent here on this podcast. It was so bad to the point where I was like, who am I? I, I preach to y'all to know your worth outside of your, you know, private parts and stuff. To know your worth is inside of you, inside of your soul, inside of your mind, inside of your heart. It is you. That's your worth. Not being able to have kids or to be able to have kids does not define you. But it was so hard. It was so hard to look past that. It was so hard to not let those thoughts of me not being able to get pregnant was defining my worth it was so hard to look past that i mean i know i could get pregnant because i have one i have a gracious beautiful outgoing smart little girl this girl is amazing but the opportunity me what bothers me is what people don't understand okay is they think that it's me not being able to get pregnant is what bothers me. No, me not having control of my own body is what bothers me. I was born with this body, but yet I can't tell myself, oh yeah, I want to have a baby this month. Let me raw dog it and get pregnant. I don't get those opportunities like an average person or woman does. That's what bothers me. Not getting pregnant. It's the fact that I don't have the control to pick and choose when I want to. So let me clarify that for the people in the back who think women are hard up about getting pregnant. No, it's the fact that we don't get a control and that we have to trust somebody else to give us that control. It is not fair at all. But you know, that's life. All right. But I hit a bad depression and then I had to deal with some really bad support. I opened myself up to a lot of people last year. I shared my journey with a lot of people and I regret it because the things I was getting told was ridiculous. I had people screenshot my post of me seeing the fact, oh, oh, wish one day or someday about getting pregnant. It was a pregnancy post on, on Facebook, actually. And an old high school person I knew who was aware, I posted about my YouTube video and all of that about me explaining it, decides to screenshot my post and ask me, well, don't you already have one? Excuse the heck out of me. 
I can want as many as, as I want to. I don't care if I already have one. It's the fact that I can't have another. Educate yourself. Brainless people. We all know that some people ain't got no sense and God gave a billy goat. All right? And shoot, sometimes billy goats are smarter than human people. But why would you think that was okay to say? And I'm in the middle of a dark depression because I'm getting dictated about having a baby last year. I have people say insensitive things to me. I've had people say off the walls to me, pretty much not supporting me. All right. It was a dark time. And I know 2020 was a dark time for all of us. But don't show up in my face like you're in my corner or my ally. If you go on to project your negativity on me because you're depressed about your own thing. That's not what we're doing here. Because no matter what, I went out my way to make sure people smiled last year, knew that they were loved last year, made sure they were valued last year, and the joke was on me. They always say, no good deed goes unpunished, and trust me, I got punished hardly. Not by getting pregnant, just being there for the wrong people. And you know what? It is what it is, because when you have a good heart, that's what you do. Now, not to go on a full-on rant, but that's to kind of sum it up for me. That's to kind of sum it up for most women dealing with this. I joined fertility groups of prissy little girls who think they're better than you because they are, they're veterans at it now and they got the whole work down and they don't want to they gatekeep what they do for you and stuff like that. Or you try to share information or you want the same kind of support. You're saying, hey, this is what I do. This is what's going on. And they're over here giving you the snobbiest attitudes like, who's this? Like, hmm. I don't know how many times I had to leave fertility trying groups because they're just negative, nasty people. I get it. We're all suffering with the same issue kind of but if you gotta be like you're better or you're like well this is for my veterans group if you don't know the term terminologies if you don't know if you don't haven't gone through all the treatment plans that we have don't ask kind of vibe like i said for anybody who's trying no matter if you're trying at life no matter if you're trying for a child no matter if you're trying to adopt I feel you, I see you, I hear you, because it's hard at, it's hard, it's hard, is where I'm getting at, it's hard, it was never easy, I was aware of that, I try to motivate myself to understand like, hey, you might not get pregnant this month, but motivate yourself to know you can do better, and all on and so forth, but you know what, it never really dawns onto you until you actually go through it, until you actually go through it, now, I'm not going to go too long on this, all right? We're going to dive in a couple more things of what I do now, trying to get pregnant, and kind of things that I did as well back then to kind of help as well. So I just wanted to kind of be very transparent this episode and just kind of go more into the feelings aspect about it and stuff because there's a lot of misconceptions, especially the whole adoption thing. People don't realize most people don't want to adopt older kids, and that's fair. You have your preference, all right? Everyone is allowed to their preference. There's a lot of kids who deserve to be loved in this system. I do wholeheartedly agree, but there's a lot of parents who prefer to have a younger child under the age of two. That's fair as well, okay? But it's kind of odd to me how newborns cost about almost $20,000 through adoption agencies, while children who are a little bit older are a fraction, if not free. 
you know? And I just think that's crazy to me how that works. And one adoption website said, well, if you're not ready to invest that kind of money, maybe you should really think and reconsider about if the adoption's best for you. Like, excuse me, I'm sorry, $20,000 is just easy to come by for a middle-class person. I feel like there ain't no such thing as middle-class. There's the upper, like, lower end of the rich class, and then there's the rich class, or then there's the poor class and there's an upper poor class so like you're kind of like that middle class but you're still kind of poor because you know you can't afford anybody in the upper um, class can so yeah we kind of there's no such thing as middle class because if it was it'd be feasible attainable but it's not with all the changes going on in the world and the way that things are being switched around there ain't such a thing as really middle class there's an upper poor class and there's a lower high class so you right there you're not super rich but you know you can be comfortable so that's just how i think of it but to me that was just really odd like i i understand where they're coming from adoption is not for the faintest of heart but don't discourage people like that maybe they could afford it if they really got a good reason to but seeing that would be like oh no maybe you're right so to me i think of things differently i see it from both sides and then i kind of go off on my emotions too but i see it from both sides from an outside perspective and my inside perspective so that's what i'm trying to go back and forth and tell you guys i see it from both sides i'm just saying so I'm ended off with that. Hope you guys are enjoying season five so far. We're going to dive into the next episode. We're going to be talking about a couple of things I've been doing back then and kind of how I feel about the hysterectomy talk as well. Until then, bye.